This is the Orange Podcast, conversations with Orange City Council for the local community. This is the Orange Podcast with Alan Reader in the chair this week for an interesting collection of conversations. It's no surprise when we see senior members of Parliament come to town, but what's really going on there? On today's show, how does it help having a minister or two in Orange this week help some major projects to happen? Also today, some preliminary work has already started on Orange's newest sporting precinct. We'll find out why that project will be making a difference for generations to come. That's all coming up on the Orange Podcast. It's been a busy week in Orange for visiting senior politicians. Uh, No less than three ministers have been in Orange in the past week. What does that mean for the local community and how does that fit in with projects that are in the pipeline and have almost been completed? Uh, To find out some more, Orange City Council CEO Dave Woodell. Dave, we've had three ministers in town this week. Some of the projects are finished, some are about to start. Let's look at some of them particularly, uh, say, the pipeline. The water minister was in town on Tuesday last week um, for a project that was almost finished. Most of that pipe's in the ground now. What brought the minister here? Well, I think the minister, um, Minister Pavey, the water minister, was travelling through the district and they often like to take the opportunity mid-project to have a look at where things are up to. I mean, they gave us $2.5 million for that pipeline. It's fair enough she wants to have a look and see that we're actually spending the money efficiently. Uh, which is good to see her. They also gave us $2.5 million for the Blackman Swamp Stage 2 harvesting. So we had a good chat to her about where we were up to. You know, we haven't started that project. We're doing the approvals. So she was very interested to hear that. At the same time, she was in Orange to announce, I think, $37 million in regional water funding. Um, and that was announced. Then she went off to Bathurst and they've got some money for harvesting. So they tend to do these trails through through the, the region and announce as they go. Local government is, is quite literally in partnership with other tiers of government. Mm. It's about uh, sharing the workload, sharing the funding and sharing the credit when it comes to, you know, media publicity. Oh, absolutely. I mean, all politicians are, you know, like an opening. Um, the minister stood on a freezing Spring Creek Dam wall um, and uh, had a lot to say. They, of course they like that. And really that's their job, isn't it, is to justify public money expenditure. That's part of their job anyway. At the end of last week, um, a new project that's about to get underway was done. There's lots of interest in our new sporting precinct, $25 million. Orange City Council has done some preliminary work to get that started on a hope that that's going to come through. What does the visit of a a senior politician add to that? Does it lock things in a bit more? Well, I think the commitment on Friday was that the $25 million was safe and secure. We've assumed that because the government's given that a looser commitment before. So we're we're, we're starting that project. The other thing politicians like is for you to spend their money quickly within their term, right? So so Sam Faraway uh, announced that that money was secure. We've started the geotechnical studies, the contamination work, the approvals. Of course, we need to get an approval. And we've started the survey work ahead of that. So once we've got that project going, we need to get that project... um, completed at least stage one next year, which will be the athletics field. So it was really exciting because there was a bit of a na about whether we had the 25 or not, you'll remember from the last election. 
So that's good. Another one. It helps to lock it in. Um, while a senior politician is in town, you can also get his ear for a little while. And, and you took him somewhere to, to talk, talk about the sorts of things you might like to do in the future. Well, that's right. You always work them. That's the rule. As soon as they're here, have things ready to, to, to get in their ear on. So we took him up to the top of the private hospital and we had a good look over where the sports precinct will be next to the hospital, where the old ex-Servies golf club um, golf course was. But Believe me, when he was there, we mentioned a, f- a couple of other sweet projects, including our desire to get an activation precinct across the whole Bloomfield area where we can attract people to a, a medical hub. And, you know, he-, he thought that was a good idea. We'll chip away. There's lots of paperwork required, but every little bit helps. If someone's making a decision in Macquarie Street about a particular project and they've been there, does that help get it across the line, do you th- Oh, big time. Big time. Squeaky wheel gets the oil for a start, so you've just got to keep keep mentioning the projects and yeah and sometimes you get lucky a minister will be passing through they'll want to announce something you know something will almost be ready and they'll they'll just do it so I think we saw um saw a bit of that with water when the crisis crisis was really on when was that Alan that was probably January or so We, we, we saw that five million come through opportunity knocks when they come and it's, it's – so when people see visiting politicians, they're photographing the paper, um, sometimes they're cynical about it. You'd like them to see it as a, as a step in the direction towards getting more done that isn't paid for by councils. Oh, absolutely. It's, it is a, it's not a game, but it is like a game. You have to play the game. And um, our mayor, our councillors, down to staff – we all play the game. Hmm. It's about partnership. No one's exploiting each other, but it's, uh, it's, it's about keeping each other in touch and, and, and staying on target. Yeah. And, you know, with the COVID thing, with the drought thing, they're really interested in getting bang for their buck. I'll give that to them. They're looking for projects ready to go, which could be built by local workers, keep economies going. So it is, um, it's serious business at the moment, trying to keep the economy going. It's good. In three years, I don't know what it's going to be like. Will there be any money left? I don't know. But we might as well make hay while the sun shines. Dave Waddell, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Alan. And of those three projects, the one that's obviously going to be the most fun to use is the new sports precinct. Ellie Bryce caught up with a council staff member who's had a hand in bringing those plans together. Thanks for that, Alan. One of the people behind the development of the new sporting precinct out at Jack Brabham Sports Field is Ben Keegan, Orange City Council's Sport and Recreation Coordinator. Ben, talk us through the fact that we've got a number of sporting fields around town already, but what will this new precinct mean for the city? Yeah, so Ellie, this is a, a once-in-a-multi-generation opportunity for uh, council to provide the community of Orange and broader Central West region with sporting facilities that is going to uh, meet the needs uh, well into the into the future. It's going to provide uh, sports grounds that's going to cater for uh, continued growth. As we all know, the, the city's just continuing to, uh, to grow. We only need to, to look north and south at the moment and see the houses that are coming up there. You know, we need to make sure that we're providing facilities, whether that be sporting facilities or um, water, roads, footpaths, the, the the lot. So, sports grounds are going to provide a uh, are going to be a key element to all of that. We're also exceeding uh, population expectations. I think it was back in uh, around two thousand and six. It was estimated that Orange wouldn't uh, hit forty one thousand people until the year. Uh, 2021. Uh, however, we look at back at that now and uh, we reach that figure uh, five years ahead of that target. So, and, and the way that we're expanding, we need to make sure that we're providing that infrastructure that's going to meet that uh, community need. 
Uh, add to that the, some analysis of um, demographics from the last census from, um, and we found that there were uh, three key age groups that uh, well the three largest uh, age groups when uh, broken down into 10-year brackets were children aged zero to nine were the largest demographic followed by uh, 10 to 19 and then 30 to 39. Uh, years of age, which really shows that young families makes up a very large uh, proportion of our population. And uh, statistically, they're the key sporting venue users. So again, we need to ensure that we're providing uh, those facilities. So yeah, this new precinct will help address those couple of issues. Um, There's also, um, based on some analysis we've done on sporting facilities across the the city, there's some key gaps that we do have. And uh, at the moment, uh, Wade Park, our premier sports ground, uh, whilst it does serve cricket and uh, rugby league quite well, Council is developing uh, Wade Park with more of a cricket focus uh, with the uh, construction of the new Cricket Centre of Excellence. And it's become more apparent uh, in, uh, in recent times that Cricket wickets and the football codes don't really mix, particularly when you start looking at the elite level. Uh, so a priorities really come on uh, as far as the need for a, a purpose-built rectangular facility, which uh, the new sporting precinct will uh, will obviously include. Uh, athletics is the um, is the other key component. A purpose-built athletics facility um, will form part of the precinct. And whilst athletics uh, has always had a really quite strong uh, association uh, here in in Orange with uh, really quite solid numbers, uh, they've struggled to to really find a permanent uh, home. They are based at Waratah Sports Club and they have been out there for a number of years, but uh, there's multiple users of that facility and uh, trying to um, to mark in lanes on a grass track that also is used for uh, for soccer and touch football and uh, AFL and a whole range of sports which um, Waratahs has uh, means that uh, the facilities aren't always of a of a good standard and uh, all the school groups um, do struggle to, to try and get access to that facility because the the school athletics program runs through the winter which is outside of the normal normal summer athletic season. So one of the key elements is the ability to attract major sporting uh, events. So again, uh, having a facility like uh, the Orange Regional Sporting Precinct uh, is is going to make um, it a lot easier for us to attract and successfully host these major events into the future. So Ben, you've just mentioned that this new sporting precinct will entice a lot more teams to come to town and obviously we'll be able to host a lot more tournaments, but what will the impact be? What will the difference be from what we're already attracting to town? Yeah, so sporting events has always has, has been a strong focus of council for a number of years now uh, and we've done our best to try and attract uh, events and a lot of people get confused with um, with major when we talk about major events uh, being the high-end events like the NRL and um, A-League, Super Netball, uh, you know, that type of competition. Uh, And whilst they they are fantastic and that's going to be um, – the new facilities will enable us to attract uh, events like the A-League and and NRL, that will be a real target for us. 
Just as importantly, we look at uh, the high-participation events, so the state-based championships or national uh, age championships across a wide range of, um, of sports. So just as an example, we've uh, recently just signed an agreement with Softball New South Wales to bring uh, the under-12s uh, state softball championships to Orange in 2021. And, you know, people might shrug their shoulders and go, well, yeah, what's, what's the big deal with that? But uh, the numbers associated with, uh, with that event plus their accompanying partners, so mum or dad or um, grandparents, brother and sister that may come along to that, means that there's going to be in the order of um, you know, 1,000 to 1,500 people uh, coming from outside the region uh, for a full weekend of, uh, of competition. Now, obviously, they've got to stay somewhere, they've got to eat somewhere, and um, the latest Tourism Research uh, Australia figures put that down at uh, around $269 per person per night. So you do you start to add that up, and that... That little under 12s uh, event all of a sudden is investing, you know, uh, 500,000 plus into the, uh, into the local economy. So the more, of, more events like that that we can attract, the better. And having the large expanse of playing fields that the sporting precinct will have will enable us to go after those much larger uh, participation uh, events. All right. Okay. So have any local sporting teams had much involvement with this? Consultation is key. This is, as I mentioned before, this is this is a once in you know multi generation uh, opportunity, and we need to make sure that we do get it right. At twenty five million dollars plus, uh, this is the largest investment in sporting infrastructure in the city's history, and uh, again, we need to ensure that we're we're getting the mix right. So, having the involvement from the sporting organisations in particular is critical to that. Uh, we've already undertaken uh, some uh, consultation uh, with these, uh, with the uh, expected um, users of the facility, and we're currently calling for formal feedback from those groups. And obviously, the consultation during the uh, the design phase is uh, going to continue, and um, yeah, really important to uh, to make sure that it is going to work. Not only for those large-scale uh, events, but for uh, regular week-to-week use. Like all our sports grounds and parks across the city, we want to encourage the uh, the community to to get out and use them for whatever um, purpose. Whether that's uh, throwing a ball, kicking a, a ball, um, you know, chasing after your brother or, or sister. I'd say flying a kite, but. Yeah. Flying kites probably aren't um, aren't as popular these days, but it could be flying a drone. Um, so yeah, we just want to make sure that they, you know, all the facilities there, uh, we get the right mix.